For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butchie as he brings you the engrafted word of truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian life. Bishop Edward Butry is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the Poimen Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butry for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. will never be the same again. My spirit and my soul are being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will never be the same. You, you see, you have to believe the things you say. When children are reciting a poem, you see, they say the words. But they don't understand it. But you shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't be like that. Because our life should never remain the same. You see, ask yourself, if, if things remain the same, you will not be happy. Eh? If things don't change, you will not be happy. And the only power that affects change is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, let your name be praised in the sanctuary tonight. Please lift up an offering to thank God. Lift up an offering, everybody, to thank God for tonight. Somebody's properties are falling apart. That's it. It's a lot of bututs. A lot of bututs. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Lift up your offering. To God be the glory for his love and for his mercy, for his provision and for his protection. Thank you, Father, for tonight. We give to say we are blessed. And let your name be praised in the sanctuary. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so ushers, take the bags round and let the givers give. They say givers never lack. So may you never lack. May your life be filled with testimonies of God's goodness and God's mercy. May you experience supernatural provision in your life. You see, some people are not saying amen because this is what brings change. Yeah. Okay. Adam Abaro is calling somebody. 
my spirit and my soul have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will never be the same. Oh, it will never be the same. My spirit and my soul have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will never be the same. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Father, show us mercies. Let our lives be filled with testimonies of change, of progress, of abundance. We come against the, the spirit of lack. We have escaped the cycle of poverty around us. Let your name be praised in the midst of your people. Hallelujah. I am blessed to be here this evening. I don't know about you, but some people don't believe. Wonderful. Ephesians chapter 5. Awake, O sleeper. I want us to read from verse 11. Where did we start from last week? We started from somewhere. Yeah, but let's read from verse 11. Tonight, I'm going to share on what it means to have no vision. Now, listen. The series is Awake, O Sleeper. And yet, last week, I tried to give you definitions of what it means to be asleep. I may give you more definitions later. There are more. What it means to be asleep. And then when you are asleep, you are unresponsive to your environment. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you, if you like, try and sleep in church right now. You will not hear some things. You will not see some things. Do you get what I'm saying? Help you, Betty. Please sit here. Why are you sitting there? Where is Help you, Josephine? Where is she? Why? How can you sit there? Hey, sister, you want to bring trouble? Please come forward. A lady pastor or a pastor shouldn't sit at the back. I don't know who gave you that seat, but it's not a good seat to sit on. Pastor Thomas, come and sit here. Reverend Thomas, come and sit here. When I give you the seat, then you eject yourself. I don't understand you. Next time, if you don't sit here, I'll, I'll pond you in the service. Yeah. I don't understand. Beautiful. Yes, there must be a difference. Do you understand? Adam, you are feeling hot. Today is better. Today is better. I tell you. Or... We've seen hotter days, hotter nights. Yesterday night was not easy. I don't know where you live, but yesterday night was not easy. And no light. Hey, they are killing us all. 
We should believe God to prosper and buy generators in our homes. If there's light of at least your room there, AC. Oh, when you buy 10 kVA, you can use AC for you and your children at least. Because you see, our children they become black not because of they are black children. It's the sun, the heat. <laughs> Some of you, if you travel somewhere, your face will be shining. I'm telling you, you look good there. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wonderful. So, Ephesians five eleven, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Now, I don't, I think it's on Sundays that I'm preaching on fruitfulness. You see. And one of the things about sleeping is that you are unproductive. You see, do you know why we sleep? We are tired. So we cease activity. That's why we sleep. If you like, I've slept behind my car before, driving. And when I woke up, I was inside somebody's bottles. My car was spoiled. Yeah. A tow truck, a, a heavy tow truck. It was in traffic. I was tired. I had not slept in the night. And I had gone to drop the children in the morning. And I was coming home. And there was traffic. The traffic then I before I, I had bang, when I woke up my car was damaged in front and the tow truck nothing happened to it the guy looked at me he was sorry <laughs> so you know what he did he asked me well uh, so what will I, I said there's a mechanic on the road that I said he had to tow the car because my radiator and everything was leaking so he towed my car to the place Charlie at least the sleep cleared <laughs> yeah. So, see, when you sleep, you are oblivious of your environment. You are cut off. It is just like death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are not around. That's what. That's what it is. So, anybody who sleeps is unfruitful. So, you see, some of us, eh, we should ask ourselves whether we are awake or we are asleep. Many people don't want to admit that they are sleeping. Sometimes when we see people dozing, they say, are you dozing? No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can see that you are going. Eyes are ah, your eyes are closing, your mouth is opening. That's how some people sleep. This one goes down, this one comes up. You see that they do, they do like this. Everybody has your sleeping style. <laughs> when I preach, I see people in the church. Everybody has their sleeping style, I'm telling you. Church there, I'm telling you. See that? They are sitting down, then their head will be going up. As if they are seeing vision. It's not vision. Sleep time. Yeah. So it says, and have no fellowship. With the unfruitful works of darkness. 
but rather reprove them. When you are sensitive and you see danger, you naturally will not go into it. I mean, can you see a place where there is fire? Then you are going to it. I remember one time I was traveling and there was a tanker that had caught fire. And it was in the middle of the road. Tanker. Fortunately, it was not petrol. It was diesel. <laughs> but you see, even diesel is inflammable. Yeah. When, when it catches fire, you can't easily put it out. But f f petrol is highly inflammable because, because <laughs> diesel burns with a lot of smoke. You can't easily put it out. And so what it meant was that the cars had stopped. Because you can't pass. Those who were coming stopped. Those who were behind stopped and then moved away. Because what you are seeing, eh, if you are not careful, you go and pass by. And the thing goes, brah. that's your end. You burn like charcoal. Yeah. Why? You don't see danger and comfortably walks by it. You see, a Christian who is awake should not live in sin. Don't make it a choice because sin eh, is, a, is a red flag. Something that you have been saved from. You think if it is, it's just like sickness. Can you imagine that you have a, a wild disease that can kill you? And then they do an operation. And then whatever the problem is, is solved. Now if they tell you that, look, you eat too much sugar or too much salt or you like too much fatty things you don't eat healthy diet so you have to check and maintain healthy diet so that you can prolong your life you see that immediately you you sit up but some people don't care yeah they don't care yeah i have a video that a certain guy went to a doctor and they told him that he should not be drinking alcohol because he has diabetes and he has problems, so he should not. So he said, okay. He came back and he told his friends, I have taken the advice in good faith. And his decision is that he will not visit the doctor again. Oh. <laughs> it's like, who... Say, who can live without drinking? And then as he was talking, he took his beer and he drank it. Yeah. He's ready to die. Some people are suicidal. That's why some of you, you see, you are still engaged in unfruitful works of darkness. You are fornicating. You are watching pornographic videos. You are lying. You are lying. So, some people are professional liars. Where are you? I mean, Serekunda. Meanwhile, you are, ba you are a Bakar. There is no reason why you should lie. But you will lie. Where do you live? I live in Fajara. Meanwhile, you live in Bakar. Who is this boy? He's my friend. But he's, he's your boyfriend. You're lying. 
I, I remember a, a church lady, a lady who introduced uncle, <laughs> uncle to me. Uncle, uncle, hey, she, 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 she was bold and looked at me in the face and told me that her uncle has rented a, an apartment for her. I want to pray and dedicate the apartment. No, no, we, uncle is not uncle. One day, <laughs> uncle came to suck her from the place. And then her friend was the one who came to tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you see, uncle was very old. And she had some young guy. So uncle came to the house in the night unannounced and came to meet this guy. He had eaten. He was bare-chested in his boxes and feeling free. Say, hey, me, my house. That I've rented for you. You know, the lady looked at the pastor's face and said that. It's my uncle was. And we're happy that your uncle has rented a place for you. Is that not a blessing? How many of you have uncles who can rent places for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, it's a command. Do you understand? Have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Cast them out of your life. Because they will bring you shame. You see, there are some things you can do. Ah, one day. Now, if you eat curry a lot and you go to the loo, your stomach will show you that you have eaten curry. Yes. Verse 12. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. You see, Paul is taught to Christians who are very secretive. I told you one of the signs of being asleep is secrecy. It's like death. Look, in your bedroom, you don't know how you sleep. One day, a certain thief went to a certain brother's house. <laughs> and he was able to steal things that he wanted. And when the brother woke up and realized, the, the, the guy even came to their room, took their, his phone and his wife's and you see, he was very, he, he said, his anger was not because of what the guy had stolen. His anger was because he and his wife, they were naked <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> so if the guy has taken pictures, or so, he can't even tell. So it's not like the stealing was not a problem. Because he was in his secret chamber. And he was feeling free. Yeah, yeah. He said, what pained me was that the guy came into the room. It's not even the phone and the money and the things that he took back. The fact that we, me and my wife were sleeping naked and then he entered the room and took what he wanted. I said, when you wake up, I'm telling you, you can't be happy. <laughs> yeah. So he said that. It is, he said, because of this, I will, I will build, my next house will be a story building. 
And when he built the story building, the, when you are going upstairs, he has a security door. And that security door, the way he has fixed it, you can't break it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some of you, the way you sleep, if you hear, Sache, you, you make a mistake and you wake up. You come out. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> yeah. Tell you. It is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Verse 13. Let's read. We are reading the Bible. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. You see, when you try to do right things, you are, you, you don't, you are not shy. Yeah, you are not shy. You have married. You have your wife. Bible says marriage is honorable among all, the bed and defiled. What you are doing with your wife, you are not shy. If it's a, some secret girl there, don't want anybody. Don't want anybody to know. You see, many brothers, when they meet the girls, they say, let's wait and know ourselves. They are liars. They do, because they know it's not right, so they don't want anybody to know. But you, in the simplicity of your mind, you think that he wants to keep his secret so that we know ourselves for some time. He wants to keep his secret. Any brother who is like that is a bad boy. I'm telling you. We have all been like that in times past. It's like, I should come and visit you at home and, and meet your mother and meet your father. No, 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 no. It's not part of the mathematics. You are not ready to meet father and mother. We will only come when they are not in the house. Because mm, you are not ready for responsibility. So they lie to you. And when somebody wants to be open, you see, they are not shy to declare it. Yeah. All things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. So that's why when you are a Christian, your life is in the open. We know what, where you live. There's some people, they don't even want people to know where they live. We know where you work. You don't lie about where you work. We know who your father is, who your mother is. Some people are shy. They, 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 they even don't want to point out who their parents are. I'm telling you. I've seen people like that. Verse 14. This is it. Wherefore, he saith, Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Awake, thou that sleepest. Anybody who lives in darkness when you are sleeping, one of the last things you do is put off light. Unless those who are afraid of things in the dark. 
they put up, they use light. And now that Nawek is taking the light, I'm sure you, some of you can't sleep. Not because of the heat, because there's no light. Yeah. You're afraid to sleep in the dark. Verse 15. Let's read on. See then, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Beautiful. Now, what does it mean to be asleep? It means you have no vision, number one. And what it means to have no vision. That's rather the, uh, 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 the title. What it means to have no vision. Close your eyes to sleep. You can't see anything. You can't see. You, can't, you don't have sight. And you see, the Bible is using metaphors. It's almost like a blind person doesn't see physically. But your inability to even see the road, see things, doesn't mean that you can't also see into the future. You can't have dreams. That's why you have people like Stevie Wonder who are gifted, who have used their gifts and they've profited from it. Ray Charles, many other people, blind people. And you see people who are also gifted like that and they have eyes, but you can't hear of them. Yeah. So, what does it mean to have no vision? Number one, Sleeping means you lack a vision for your life. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 18. Where is a famous scripture? Proverbs 29, 18. Any Christian should know this scripture by now. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. It means what gives you vision is the word of God that you keep. If you don't keep God's word, you don't have a vision. You see, you want to marry. Unbelievers want to marry. You want to get a job. Unbelievers want to get a job. You want to build a house. Unbelievers want to build a house. You want money. Unbelievers want money. You want to buy a nice car. Unbelievers want to buy a nice car. That in itself is not a vision. <laughs> These things are not visions. Where there is no vision, the people perish. And remember something that God said. Whosoever believeth in his son should not perish. So, if you have a lot of money today, you are the richest man in Gambia, richest woman in Gambia, most beautiful girl in Gambia. Eh? You are the best dressed and what other foolish titles people want? Sexiest girl. Eh? And what? Eh? Most fashionable man. Fashion icon. Fashion icon. Fashion icon. You want to be a football star. So you train. You want to 
play football like Ronaldo. So you watch Ronaldo's videos. You want to bend it like Beckham. You want, you, you want to kick free kicks like Beckham and score like Beckham and Ronaldo. So you have been training. You want to play like Messi. Hey, people have, you see, these things, people, it's in the thoughts of people, but it is not a vision. When you are sitting in the church and this is all that you aspire to, you got no vision in life. You got no vision in life. That's what it means. That's why the whole world lieth in waste. Do you know why? Because the whole world is pursuing one thing, in pursuit of happiness. So they think that getting money, marrying, having children. Look, having children sometimes for some people means beginning of depression. Oh, yeah. There are women who give birth and they become paralyzed. They develop conditions that make them immobile for the rest of their years. It's like you want money. You don't know the results. And you can have the money. Nobody has money for the money to make that person happy and fulfilled. You can be driving the nicest car. I've seen girls who drive beautiful cars. They are not happy. I've seen guys, when you sit in their cars, you see, man, Lord Almighty, when shall we be driving such cars? But as they are sitting in the car, their mind is not even there. I'm telling you. Those things are not there. The church should not be like the world. We are marrying, we are going to school. Some of you ladies, what, you see, when you are, I'm preaching, you are coming to disrupt me. Beautiful. Glory to God. Yeah. I'm saying that some guys have a lot of things, money, this, that, but there's no happiness. The, 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 the things that the world is looking for, if that's all that we also aspire for, there's something wrong. What shall a man profit if he gains the whole world? And nobody has gained the whole world. Everybody has a portion. If even the whole of Gambia is for you, how big is Gambia in terms of the world? Eh? There are people who, who are kings and it's almost like the whole nation belongs to them. But you see, even that one, they are limited. They will die. They will give account of their lives. What they have doesn't take them anywhere. Material possessions can't preserve you. No man profits if he gains the whole world. And nobody on earth has ever gained the whole world. You see, the reason why God wants us to be awake is because if we sit in the church and we organize prayer meetings for marriages, some of you, as you are here, the only prayer you want is a marriage. Yeah. And so many sisters, it's like they try different guys and sometimes they don't care the background of the person as long as the person is showing interest and love. So they meet all kinds of strange men. They go on escapades, excursion, SS Apapa. They sit on 
on, on <laughs> uh, 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 ships and go on excursion, travel to places that deep sea. Deep sea. They meet all kinds of guys. Go to all kinds of places. They have friends that can link them to meet all kinds of people in pursuit of happiness, fulfillment. A man cannot make you happy. It's not a vision to have. You see, rather, if you, if you take up God, you say, happy is he that keepeth the law. You know, if you take God's work and God's, God's word, as you are doing it, I'm telling you, somebody will see you and come after you. But you are, you are bending the bridges to go after men. You are overdressing, borrowing to look nice, going to places you shouldn't go. Just because maybe you meet some guys. Sometimes when you are there, people give you pressure. Hey, you won't go home. Hey, you won't go out. You, you want a, a, a man. You are sitting in the house. You have made yourself like an old lady. Hey. So in, you, you yourself, you are feeling guilty that, you know, you are just, like, you have to dress. You have put on uh, that thing that they put in the middle. What is it called? Hey, your, your whole body is paining you, but you are walking in the sun. Hey. As you are walking, your stomach, you have bind, you bound your stomach. Eh? In this heat. Look, I remember many years ago, I, I tried. There was a lady who was selling some in church and she brought it. I said, look, let me try. Look, when I tried the thing, I said, women, bah, you are wicked. Oh. You punish yourself. Because the thing is so easy. Oh. Hey! I said, no, 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 no. You can wait the whole day. You are special. <laughs> yeah. Because you want your stomach to be tucked in. It's important to, to, to tuck it in. Because when we see, we like. When we see, we like. If your value before a man is what he sees, you have no value. Body is nothing. You know. That's why women spend money. Look, there was a lady who spent 30,000 pounds on body enhancement. Her breast, her, her, her tummy, her, her butt, and then she started having medical complications. And now she's on YouTube advising people against it. I've forgotten her name. I will, I will check and send it to you. If even you care. Spend money. You see, at a point you become ugly. Because what is not natural there, it falls away. Yeah. Like your vision is to be the most beautiful girl. The happiest, I, I want the happiest marriage. What is, what is the happiest marriage? Do they give awards in heaven for happy marriages? John Wesley, the founder of Methodist Church, his wife was almost a mad woman, tormenting him. Tell you. But he was doing ministry. It's like he's glorified. David also married somebody like John Wesley's wife, Mikal. He loved the girl and killed 200 men to marry her. Yeah. But you see, his heart was for God, not for after women. So the day the woman opened her mouth and, and looked down upon him and said, look at you, you say you are a king. You are a bushman. You are dancing before these little girls. Look at them. Dancing with you. 
And then David said, hey. Is that what you are saying? It was before your father that I was anointed king. And me, I come from the bush. When he was in the bush, when they tell some of you to marry that Fulani boy, you won't marry him. <laughs> you will come and tell your, your friends, hey, Lord, one, one day a sister came to church and, and she was depressed because she said, she said, a certain brother in the van looked at her and said, sister, you are beautiful. Can I take your number? When she looked at the guy, he said, what have I done for this boy to look at me and tell me I'm beautiful? He likes me. Yeah, it's pride. Yeah, but you see, you see, you see, because of how you have projected yourself. For some of you, the way you look at yourself, when some people even call you, excuse me, the way you, the way you, you behave, yeah, the way you do your face. Yeah, that's how David was. I mean, can you see all your mates are going to school. You, you, are, you are a shepherd in the bush. A few sheep. The way you'll be smelling. I don't think he even made any effort to propose to any girl. 17-year-old boy, 18-year-old boy. No. It was God. And when God favored him, you see the woman singing. Saul has killed a thousand. David has killed ten thousand. Uh-huh. Hmm? So, you see, sometimes, eh, sister, you know, your beauty, the Bible says beauty is vain. Charm is deceitful. You know, many of you want to charm us. Yeah. Some of you, you have learned, you, you look in the mirror and learn how to smile. So that when you smile to a guy, Oh, all the blood will leave the head and descend. <laughs> and you see, sometimes it works oh, for silly boys. You, 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 you look at her. <laughs> then you, you see your friends, your friends, they've coached you. So as you look at the guy, you smile. The guy also looks and... <laughs> He starts licking his lips. It's like, it's working. It's working. Yeah. It's, you see, it's a useless vision. Because these things, uh, when you have it, it makes you unhappy. But he says, happy is he that keepeth the law. Many of you sisters, you see, I keep saying that you are not serious, you are asleep. The Bible means nothing to you. God's word you have been a Christian for so many years. Singing in the church. in the choir. Every day you sing. You look at us with smiles. But when you leave the church, you go home and cry. Why? Because you see, the most important thing that you need is the word in you. It's not a show. If, if, you see, I like preaching, but the reality is that, you see, life eh, is beyond preaching. You can preach and then you go home depressed. Yeah. You can scream and shout and prophesy, and then when you go, you and your wife, you are going to fight. As you are going home, hey, oh Lord, my God. 
you are afraid to go home. Hey, I'm telling you. There are people like that. Sometimes there are some presidents who are afraid of their wives. Oh, yeah. You think you are a president. <laughs> you have a senior president in the house. <laughs> your, 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 your chief of uh, staff, your, your chief of staff salutes, salutes you. Your army commander salutes you. Your head of security salutes you. When you come, the nation plays the national anthem and lifts up the flag and they give you salute. When you enter a room, everybody stands up. When you are going out, everybody's car is parked. We have to let you pass. You are number one man in the house. But in your home, there is somebody who is higher than you. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. There's somebody. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Beautiful. You see, when you have God's word in your heart, it gives you a vision. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, I saw this scripture and it gave me a purpose for my life. And that's what has brought me here. I want to ask you, which word of God is your whole life and your faith built on? You know, Bishop told us, he saw this word, give thyself holy. That's why, as a doctor, he gave up the medical practice and decided to do, become a pastor full time, even though he knew he would be poor. Because, I mean, somebody from a rich home, good background, gone to medical school, his father wants to sponsor him to go and do a specialist course. And then he says, it's over. Because of the scripture, give thyself holy. That your profiting may appear unto all. And today, he gave himself holy to God. And his profiting has appeared to the world. To the world. When, wherever he travels to, he meets presidents. Yeah. Presidents, praise for them. They kneel down and then he prays for them. <laughs> yeah, he has led... Presidents to Christ. Yeah. Can you imagine? You, which scripture do you stand on? Me, this is my scripture. Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It, it's, it's a vision. It's like now, it's not about me. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. That's Paul. It's, you see, the word of God gives you a purpose. A vision means a purpose. What is marriage? Can you use any scripture to, to even you see? Marriage is 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 a human. It's, it's a human fulfillment. When you marry, it's a blessing. He that finds a wife finds a good thing. Paul said, it, it will be better you don't marry. But if you can't hold it, marry. It's true. Because sometimes many of the problems is because you have married. You would have been better being single. 
You, but you understand it. You are chasing after something. Some of you, you are not ready for marriage, but you want to marry. The way you talk to men, every man, if even you meet a foolish man, you have to respect him as a woman. Yeah. If you say you, you have met a foolish man, who, who, who is your husband? You have to respect him. Because you are more foolish than him. That's why you accepted him. Yeah. More foolish than him. When you see the foolishness, you have to pray for yourself that, look, God, help me. Give me wisdom to handle this man. That's what Abigail did. Abigail saw that my husband, there's something wrong with him. So I will cover his shame. Think well. And that's why David called for, him, for her. When the, 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 he saw a woman who has wisdom. Some of you, that God's word is not the fear of God is not there. So you talk anyhow. You talk to it's when you when you start by talking to boys anyhow. That's how you talk to men. That's how you talk to elderly people. You are practicing. Number two, sleeping means you lack a spiritual vision for your ministry. The first one is that you lack a vision for your life. Where's your life? How, how do you want to live? What do you want to do? Then when it comes to your ministry, it's also about your life, but it's enhanced. This one, God is in it. You see, it's just like a child who is growing up and you want to be rich and have this. I'll buy this, I'll buy this, I'll buy this. You don't think about your father and your mother. Meanwhile, as you are in the house, everything they are thinking about is you. That's why you see some people there. Eh? When they prosper, it is almost as if their father and their mother are cursed. So they don't want to have anything to do with them. There was a lady, in fact, a friend's senior sister. They come from a rich family. And the girl was very proud. We, we all remember her. Hey! She was very intelligent, very smart. So, and she was beautiful. And everything went into her head. She doesn't care who you are. She will address you. Yeah. Her father will talk. Her mother will talk. When she finished school and she got a job, she actually got a, a, an international job with, with one of these uh, financial institutions in U.S. She was working in a bank and they poached her. She was very excellent. So she went to live in U.S. And she cut herself off. It's like, I, no, even when they travel, they can't even go to her place. Yeah. That's how she was. And, and she couldn't marry. Very selfish. She couldn't marry. When her mother died, she was coming for the funeral. Her mother has gone. She bought a wreath. And sat in a business class and paid for a seat. And put the wreath on the seat in the business class to bring it. But you see, for some reason, the mother had said that when she dies, no, they shouldn't put wreaths on her tomb. So when she came, <laughs> her wreath, I'm telling you, I used to have the picture many years ago. Hey! You see that what has gone into it is to what purpose? 
Mommy says she doesn't want it. You didn't obey her when she was alive. But as she has died, we won't let you dishonor her. You can't take this rip to the cemetery. And she couldn't do anything. We don't know what she did with it. Yeah. When you don't incorporate people into your life, you don't think about your parents, you don't think about your pastor, you don't think about your father, you don't think about your mother, you don't think about anybody you have blessed. You, no, you have never blessed anybody. You only think about yourself. You live in, a, in, 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 in an expensive apartment. Yeah, where she lived. Very expensive. It's like your, your siblings travel. They come, nobody can come and live with you. Like, no, 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 she doesn't. She's busy this, that. No, she doesn't. She's made it clear. It's like, I want my life. Family, people, this, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not into these things. Isolated. She comes. She, now, when she came, she, she, she felt uncomfortable. You see, pride didn't make her even accept that she's feeling uncomfortable. Hmm? When, when you don't have God's word, you see, this is, this, these are the products. You think you are self-made. You live for nobody. You are not accountable to anybody in life. Hey! Number two, sleeping makes you look, sorry, makes, uh, makes means you lack a spiritual vision for your ministry. Acts chapter 2 and verse 17. Acts 2, 17. And it shall come to pass. Acts chapter 2 and verse 17. And it shall come to pass, quickly, in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams what visions and what dreams if god is giving you dreams and visions ask yourself where will it draw you to it will draw you to serve him yeah it will draw you that's god god doesn't give foolish visions some of the dreams that you have, they are foolish dreams. So. You have a dream that, hey, every day you are climbing a plane. You know? <laughs> when you are just about to enter, then the dream ends. <laughs> it's like, it means I have to go to America and my family people are not allowing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm? It's not a vision, though. No, I'm not talking about those ones. Some sister said, "I've been, I've been having dreams that I'm, I'm wearing a wedding gown." Hey, there is no man in your life. There's nobody. Then you are dreaming of wedding. Somebody has married you already. Normally, eh, let me tell you something. Some of you, because you are not serious with God, that's why you get some dreams. When I was young, I used to have certain dreams. I'm telling you. I can't even, I won't say them. You two, you haven't told me yours. <laughs> yeah. But, you see, when I became a Christian and became serious, I realized that those things were very demonic. Sometimes you don't understand it. It, it, it just disturbs you you ask questions. You, you can see when you have a certain dream, you can know that this dream is not correct. 
I mean, one of the ones I can share is that I used to dream that I'll be running and then I'll jump from a high place. Then I'll come and land. You see, when, when you land like that, you feel it in your leg. And when I'm asleep and I land, I wake up. It, it, it's almost like you have actually jumped and, and landed. Yeah. Yeah. All those things were demonic dreams. Though. I'm telling you. Because see, God's word was not in me. How can you have God's word and still have evil, evil visitations? When I became a Christian and I started praying, fasting, reading God's word, listening to gospel music, because those times there was no gospel music. It was Bob Marley. It was R. Kelly. It was Peter Tosh. It was Bernie Spear. It was Bunny Willer. It was, uh, 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 I mean, I've forgotten some of them. Yeah. Useless. They fill you with things. Yeah. But I now began to have encounters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet dreams. All those dreams stopped. All of them. They ended. Some of you, your, your, your negative dreams have not ended up to today because you see, God's word is not in you. If he pours his spirit on you, how can another spirit be, fill you? It doesn't happen. He said, there's, look, you can have a dream and see a demon and you know that I've had the dream, I've seen snakes that I've killed them in the dreams. Oh, yeah. But I remember when I used to see snakes and Charlie, you see that, no, they are trying to bite you, they are trying to, when you wake up, you are afraid. You say, hey, you don't know what to do. Yeah, but now they don't come because if they come, I'll kill them. <laughs> I will hit them. That's power. God's power. I will part my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Young girls, your tongue has not changed. Yeah. When Saul met uh, uh, prophet Samuel, he began to prophesy when the anointing was poured on him. And then everybody said, a Saul also among the prophets because his words had changed. He was speaking like how the prophets spoke. That's how come they identified that there's something. You see, the fact that you haven't changed, your tongue has not changed, what you say has not changed, is also a sign that the spirit of God, you have not allowed, you have not received it. So, so there is, there is no spiritual goal in your life. No vision to serve God. Your young men shall see visions. And old men shall dream dreams. Dreams are fulfillment of what you have achieved. And visions are purposes for your life. And young people must have a purpose. You must have it. And, and, and when you are with God... You can't say that. It's like when you ask, what do you want to do? They don't know what to do. But what they want to do is they want to marry. So you see somebody who is not right in the head, who has been through relationships and doesn't know how to handle relationships, has met foolish boys who sleep with her and, and, and lie to her. And she, once another boy goes, the boy goes away, she wants to fill the, the vacancy, vacancy, security man. Like the gate cannot be left alone. Somebody must stand at the gate all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Watchman. And you hear that. I, I can't be alone. I can't be alone. I, 
I need a man. You need a man. You want? Don't understand. That's your vision. It's like that's you are lost. You need a man. You don't need a man. You need school. You need education. You need enlightenment. You need understanding. You need a vision for yourself. Sometimes you see. You see, one day I was speaking to a guy that a lady introduced to me. You see, I told the lady that. You see, this guy as he's talking, what do you even think? He, he himself, he doesn't know what he wants. He's like, I, I want to marry. I've met somebody who, 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 who is like a soulmate. Look at the foolish talk. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Have you gone to school? Are you working? I'm living with my aunt. Have you rented a place? If you are going to marry, what do you do? Any boy who wants to marry, have your place that you rent first. Get a bed. Good bed. That's all. Get a stove that your wife will use to cook. Because if we marry, where, where will we sleep? We need a bed. That doesn't make noise. That will not break. Strong bed. Well, you are young people and strong. You have not bought, bought a mattress before. You have not bought a bed before. You want to put a wife on whose mattress? You are not serious. And some of you sisters, you won't understand it. You will think that we don't want you to marry. So you are better off not telling us. Yeah. You have no vision. The guy has no vision. He's supposed to be your head. The head doesn't think. Then you, the neck too, you can't turn well. It's a problem. Tell you. Yeah. yeah. You see that the two of them, eh, they fight. One day we had a, 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 a call. One of our church members was in police station. She and her beloved, they fought. Oh, they fought. The guy broke mirror, pushed her. She had cuts. She too. Hey, she took a, a suitcase with things and flew it. They scattered their room and their house. The, the landlady couldn't. Uh, uh, it's like, no, 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 no. Brought police. Yeah. You are not married, though. And you are in this. Yeah. If there is something in front of you, you won't fight. You see, many people who fight, men who beat their wives, yeah, they don't think. They're not qualified. Because the Bible says that if you are a, 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 a pastor, you shouldn't be a striker. When your wife says something or you slap, hey, pastor, God wants the best. Because you see, your wife can be the most difficult church member. If you learn to handle her, you meet people like her in the church. Plenty. Yeah. If you can't handle her, you you end up beating church members. (laughs) Yeah. I know somebody who stopped the church because the pastor beat him. I beat him well, 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 I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, man. 
You say you are a shepherd. You don't understand what a shepherd. A shepherd means somebody who has sheep. That's your vision. A shepherd is not somebody who is in school, who is doing masters, who works in the bank. A shepherd is the keeper of sheep. And as far as you are in the house of God, you must have sheep. A pastor is a shepherd. Is your vision, do you care? You see, what your vision is, it drives you. If they give you a job at the bank and, 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 and you know that, look, they say you should bring $100,000 every month or whatever. I'm just deposit from whatever. You see that you'll be moving around, talking to people, come and open an account, come and do deposit, come and open savings, come and, oh, you are, I'm at this bank. They say, no, no, our bank is best. I mean, trying to convince. Hey, because you see, that's, that they've given you a vision. But when, when you come to church, you see, you are a banker. They say, bring 100,000. I remember many people used to harass me. They would come. I mean, I know bankers. This uh, customer service, whatever. They are, even the branch manager has targets. So the branch manager too will come and come and convince you when you come, we'll help you do this, do that, do that. Because they know that when you come, your turnover is like what the business you are doing, your turnover will make them hit their targets. Me, I, I used to be with a certain branch of a bank in Accra. I knew that me and two customers were giving them their turnover. Yeah. They, knew, they used not to play with me. When they come, they would talk to you. This is At a point, it wasn't easy. Hmm. Yeah. You see, the banker knows the vision. You are a teacher. You want your students to pass. You, are, you have to finish the syllabus. You have to teach them. And after they're teaching, you also get something. So you are doing extra classes and all survivor. You are visiting people. You, are, you don't remain in their classroom because you know that when you remain in their classroom, you'll be poor. So after school, you go to people's home. I, I, I can teach your children. I can help them this. I can help them this. I can help them that. But before you realize, all those ones that you have gathered is even more than your salary. So a shepherd... They say, they say, sheep, bring five. I, 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 you see, everybody in the church, I've told everybody, bring five, invite five people. You don't care. It's not a vision you share. You are a shepherd. You don't have sheep. You don't have sheep. All you want is a beloved. It's a beloved. As you are coming to church, you have polished your face and raised your breast because you want a beloved. You see, how many of you have a vision? It's like, you have a vision for ministry. It's like, you want to see people come to church. You want to see your friends come to church. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's confessing. You see, you can't say it. And she's serious. One of the most serious people in the church. One day, when you see her blessed, you'll be jealous. God, eh? Yeah. Take up God's work. There's some people, when they get a job, what they are told to do, they won't do it well. They want money. 
Recently, one, there was a demonstration in Ghana. One sister, let, she, was, she went for the demonstration, and I hear she was talking against the government, calling the office of the president thief's home, the home of thieves. Yeah, the, the office of the president, the, 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 seat of the, the, the seat of government, where the president's, yeah, he, he calling it the house of thieves, talking this, that. When she finished, her people who have employed her, they sacked them. It's like look at look at the energy and and the and the zeal you have put into this. It's like you bring all of us into shame. You, 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 everybody will identify you with us. It's as if we are supporting you. No, no, that's not what we stand for. That's not our vision. That's not our vision. They are fired. Hey. Come and see her now. Hmm? The people that you have followed, let them employ you. Hmm? When you take up useless things, it doesn't give you any value. It, the, the thing that you are supposed to do, you don't put energy in it. Many of, many of you, look, this church here, many of you, you are asleep. You don't care. whether you, As you are sitting here, even if you don't see somebody in church, do you call the person? When you hear something bad as up, hey, have you heard? Hey, as for that one, you come and sit down and slap your thighs and open your mouth and give and take a seat. Hey, have, have you heard this is that gossip? You call and send messages, but but you are not interested in the soul. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. The church is it for only me. Okay, leave it for me. I will do the work. And God will bless me. Uh, if, if you are part of it, you to do it. Do yours. Sometimes you don't see blessings because you, see, you are when you are asleep, eh, you are unresponsive. When there is food and you are asleep, they eat. They don't wake you up. Is that not so? Yeah. Because you are not you are not available, out of coverage area. That's what it is. Yeah. So sometimes you see the blessing that is coming because you are asleep, you will never get it. You can't even see what is happening. Some of you you don't see what God is doing, so you are not partakers of the burden. There's no spiritual goal. There is no vision. As you are coming, you don't care. Me, I've seen people here. Eh, who are very carnal. And it's like, anytime they are coming to church, they are coming because it's like they, they, they don't want to dress. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You see, as if it's a competition. Oh yeah. You can, you can change the church into something that it shouldn't be. Like you are coming because of... Yeah. There was a brother who came to follow a sister. I said, I said, you, you, the day you get the, the day you get the sister, you, 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 you will not be serious. Oh no, 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 no! I'll be serious. I'll be serious. I'll be serious. I'll be serious. When you get what you want, you are finished. One sister, she got appointment. She said she wants to make one million dollars in government. Too. She wants to make one million dollars and resign. Foolish girl. <laughs> oh, they sat there. They sat there. The people who will not talk, they will make more than one million dollars. 
That's not why you are here. If you come and say such things, you make all of us look like thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Young girl, young, and she had a future. She could have been in Nita and grown and, and had appointments after appointments and moved into different levels. Young girl. When she said that thing, that was the end. They sat there. They sat there. This is how you are starting life. Your first appointment as a deputy minister, you say you want to make one million dollars. Bush girl. Your dream is not even big. All I want is a husband. You are a fool. All you want is a husband. And when you get a husband, you leave the church. All I want is a wife. And you, get, you, you, don't, you understand life. Oh. When you have a husband, you have nothing. When you have a wife, you have nothing. All I want is a child. All I want is a job. When you get these things, then you leave God. You don't understand it. You are going nowhere with your life. You get some small money. You, you, even to give tithe, it's like you, you stop paying tithe because now you have the money that you want. You, you see, you, you don't think far. God raised Israel out of slavery and said and gave them gold, diamond, all precious ointments. And, and then he said, let them come and give as many as they want. At that time, nobody had a house. Nobody had land. They didn't even have clothes. No, nobody's child was going to school. There was no hospital, no restaurant. Nobody was cooking. There was nothing to cook. They were being fed by God in the wilderness. And they were drinking from streams, rocks. And then God comes to them and says, give. I mean, I, I know some of you would say, this Moses is not correct. We, we don't have anything. Instead of you to think of our future and, and help us to get to the land that God has promised for us to build with what we have and start things let our children go to school to become lawyers, doctors. Now that the money that you, you, you gave us, you said we should give it back. The little money. But that act is what has made Israel great yeah. up to today. And they are envied. Yeah, yeah. They are envied. Because God is with them. Their goal, and every Jew, their goal is to protect what God has given them. The land, you see, the reason why they are fighting with Palestine is because the land is for them. God gave it to them. And because they also backslid, God drove them out. And then they were scattered all over the world. Then when they started coming back, they came to fight a war and took over the lands. But by the time they came, where the Temple Mount was, where Solomon's temple was built, when they, they broke it down, the Palestinians came to build their mosque and claim that the land is there. Jerusalem cannot be for them. Jerusalem is the city of God, the city of David. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there. Yeah. Yeah. When God is with you, eh, you see blessings that go into your children's life forever and ever. Today, some of you, if, if you are not there, your children will forget you. When they remember you, they'll be depressed. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have been a blessing, they are fighting for the heritage of Jacob, of, of, of Israel. Jacob is Israel, of Abraham, of Isaac, 
of Jacob. They are fighting for their father's heritage because he was a great man. You who fight your children, even the house that you have built, they will not live there. They won't come there again. Yeah. They won't come there again. Yeah. Because there is nothing in your heart for God. Awake, thou that sleepest. Ladies and gentlemen, stand to your feet. Our time is up. Lift up your right hand and thank God. Lift up your right hand. Thank God. Bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Help us. Oh, yes. Awake. Pray that you will not be like somebody who is asleep. Unresponsive. No vision for your life. No vision for ministry. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Having a vision for your life is living for God. Yes, and Jesus. having a vision for ministry is finding something specific to do. That service. Having ministry for service. This is what I do in the church. When you have been in the church for years, you do nothing. You don't have any vision. Jesus. Look at the investment you make and the time you put into your work. When you come to church and we, we, I preach for even one and a half hours, you are angry. There are many people, when I finish preaching, they get up and they go. I see. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't respect God. You don't have time. You come late. Jesus. When I fini finish preaching, you go. They don't even give offerings. Jesus. As if they are busy. You are busy. You don't have any goal. You don't have any goal spiritually. You don't respect that presence. But don't be like such people. Yes. It says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. People are living in darkness, doing, doing shady things, shameful things. That shouldn't be mentioned. Lying, fornicating, going to devilish places, parties. Evil associations, people that God doesn't like, God despises. They are, they are acquaintances, confidence. Your life is open to the world, but not to God. How do you want this God to bless you? You receive a reward where you are, but not from the house of God. Help us, Lord, to be different and to be a blessing. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. God richly bless you.